Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor and today we are continuing our set review for the new set Double Diamond. This is part two of our BT6 set review. But first, a couple of announcements and some plugs. First up, this episode is episode 48 of the podcast, which means that in just a couple of weeks we will reach episode 50. Considering I never thought that we would get past episode 2, this is a huge milestone for the podcast. So to celebrate for our 50th episode, an episode in which sneak peek we're going to review the two new starter decks, Gallantmon and Ulforce Vidramon, for our 50th episode I want to invite you all to participate in the writing of a special feature that will be at the end of that episode. I want you to write a short message saying what you enjoy about the podcast or just a short happy 50th episode and I will be reading as many of those messages as I can in that episode. So send those messages to me either through our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast, via Twitter at Connor EFMG, by email at memorygaugepodcast at gmail.com or through our Discord server. Links to all of those will, as always, be in the show notes. We'll stop accepting submissions by midnight on Friday, November 12th. So get those in if you want your happy 50th message to be read in our 50th episode. Thank you so much for your support. And finally, I will be taking a two-week break after our 50th episode. I'm getting married, so my partner and I will be taking some time to ourselves. Don't worry, though, because the Memory Gauge podcast will return after a two-week hiatus with episode 51 on December 7th. Now for our main topic, and this week we are covering part two of our Double Diamond set review. Last week, we covered the new keyword mechanics, and we talked about the new red, blue, and yellow cards. So if you want to hear any of that, go check that out, and then come back. Because this week, we are covering the new green, black, purple, and white cards in BT6. There are so many cool new cards to cover, so let's get right into it. And a quick reminder before we start... These are all just my opinions. You may think about a card differently than I do, and that is okay. You might see something I've missed, or you may just like playing the game in a different way than I do. That is fine. So let's jump into it, starting with green. Now, green in BT6 Double Diamond probably gets the least amount of support of all the colors, which makes kind of sense because green has had some very powerful cards and strategies in previous sets. Overall, the green cards in this set want to either reward you for attacking and deleting your opponent's Digimon, or otherwise they want you to suspend your opponent's Digimon. Now, let's get to the individual cards. First up, we have Green's new level 2, Pinamon. Pinamon's Inheritable reads, when attacking once per turn, if you attack an opponent's Digimon, trigger draw 1. Firstly, this is really exciting because Pinamon is literally the first green card with draw 1 on it. Up to this point, Green's card draw has been limited to drawing cards from Digivolving or adding Digimon cards from the top of your deck to your hand. It's nice for Green to get some actual draw power. If your game plan involves attacking your opponent's Digimon either to control the board or in a piercing attack to deal damage to your opponent's security while also removing a threat, then Pinamon will do work for you, drawing you an extra card each time you do so. I think this is a great new Green Level 2. To the level 3s now, and first we have Barkomon. Now, Barkomon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2,000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that reads, when attacking, if your opponent has 2 or more suspended Digimon, gain 1 memory. Now, this is a nice enough effect. I just worry that it won't trigger very often. Relying on your opponent having 2 suspended Digimon in play to gain just 1 memory on attack is a fairly big ask. If you expect to play against a lot of decks that want to play multiple Digimon to the field, or if your own game plan involves suspending your opponent's Digimon, then Barkomon might be more consistent, but I don't think it's necessarily a new automatic include in green decks. Next, we have Morphomon. Now, Morphomon costs 3 to play, 
Zero to Digivolve has 1,000 DP and says, on deletion, reveal the top five cards of your deck. Add one Manoa Bellucci and one Digimon card with Eosmon in its name among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. We have seen cards like Morphomon before, cards that fit a very particular strategy. In this case, Morphomon is support for the new Eosmon line of Digimon, fetching you an Eosmon and a Manoa Bellucci, which is a tamer that also supports Eosmon. Interestingly, although Morphomon is green, the Eosmon line and Manoa Bellucci herself are both white cards, so Morphomon shows us that the Eosmon deck will likely splash in green along with all the white cards that will form the majority. If you're playing Eosmon, then you'll likely want to play Morphomon as well. My only other note is, as always, when we have a card that mentions a specific name, keep an eye on it for the future, because if we see another really good Eosmon or a really good Manoa Bellucci in a later set, then Morphomon may become good outside of just the kind of Eosmon deck. But until then, there's not much reason to play it outside of the Eosmon deck. To the level 4s. And first we have Arbamon. Now Arbamon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5,000 DP, and has, you may Digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your green tamers as if the tamer is a level 3 Digimon. Arbamon is our first green hybrid Digimon. We've seen four Digimon previously that can Digivolve from tamers. Agunimon, Burning Greymon, Lobomon, and Kendo Garurumon. And it's not unusual to see a red or a blue deck playing the two-cost Digivolution Agunimon or Lobomons. Tamers are very difficult for your opponent to interact with. The only way currently to remove them is with Omnimon's Wart Defeat. And if the tamer has been on the field for at least a turn, then when you Digivolve it into Arbamon, it will be able to attack straight away. This means that you can hold up your tamer for a final attack when going for the win, knowing that your opponent's security effects won't be able to remove it before it gets to swing. This is a great new tool in Green's arsenal, and I would not be surprised to see one or two Arbamon in most winning green deck lists in the future. Now, to complement Arbamon, we also have Pedaldramon. Pedaldramon costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7,000 DP, and like Arbamon has the when you may Digivolve this card from a green tamer text, but Pedaldramon also has a secondary effect to go over the tire cost, piercing. Now, I don't think Pedaldramon is as useful as its lower cost sibling, Arbamon. Green tends to want lower Digivolution costs, so 3 is a high cost for a level 4 in any colour, but especially green. If you can't use Pedaldramon to Digivolve from a Tamer and attack, but you have to Digivolve it in the breeding area or onto a Digimon on your field, it's going to put you at a memory disadvantage compared to where you actually want to be in green. 7000 DP on a level 4 is quite high, and piercing could be good, letting you take out a small threat and ping for one security damage, but overall, I think Pedaldramon is just kind of too expensive to see much use outside of a dedicated hybrid deck. Although, as we will see when we get to the level 6s, there is a bit of an argument to be made for it in a deck looking to take advantage of hybrids. Now we have just one level 5 green card we're going to talk about, Entmon. Entmon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 8 1000 DP and has your turn once per turn when this Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives, unsuspend it. Now I don't see much use for Entmon in most decks sadly because it unsuspends just once per turn and then it has no other effects. Maybe if it had piercing so it could do damage as well as taking out a Digimon or if it had an inheritable effect so you could Digivolve over it. It might be a bit better. You might want to play this card in your deck in sealed or draft though as a piece of removal, but otherwise I think Entmon is a bit underwhelming considering all the other potential choices we already have for green level 5s. Moving up to level 6 now, and first we have Eldradimon. Now Eldradimon costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve. On the steep end for level 6, especially in green, has 12,000 DP, has security attack plus 1, and has opponent's turn. This Your opponent's effects can't reduce this Digimon's DP. Finally, we have an effect that stops yellow removal. This is definitely worth teching in as maybe a one or a two of if you play against a lot of yellow in your local meta and you need a top-end Digimon that they can't just remove. Eldradimon is a sizable beater, it will hit for two security checks, and at 12,000 DP it's got a reasonable chance of surviving, but ultimately, at the level 6 slot in a deck, you'll only have between 4 and 7 level 6s in most decks, and there's a lot of competition in green for those slots. So outside of a specific meta that sees a lot 
lot of yellow removal and DP reduction, Eldradimon feels like it just won't make the cut when we have fantastic removal of our own. In green, like Nidhogmon, we have Grand Coagamon for one turn kills. We have Rafflesiamon to control the board. Most decks just aren't going to have room for a four cost Digivolution beater that has a second effect that will be irrelevant against five out of the six colors. Green's second new level 6 is Ancient Troymon. Now, Ancient Troymon costs 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve, which is expensive for a level 6, and has 13,000 DP, which is on the high end. Ancient Troymon has two effects. First, it has opponent's turn. When an opponent's Digimon attacks, suspend up to two of their Digimon without blocker. So although at 5 memory to Digivolve, we'll almost always have to pass the turn over to our opponent to get Ancient Troymon onto the field, it does come with this fantastic defensive effect that will make it very difficult for our opponent's attacks to get through. One downside to an expensive card is that it will frequently cause us to have to give our opponent a turn to respond before it starts working for us, but Ancient Troymon gets around that by working straight away, slowing our opponent's attacks right down. It's not fantastic against decks that want to have just one big attacker, but any deck utilizing multiple Digimon will struggle against Ancient Troymon. Secondly, Ancient Troymon has On Deletion. You may play one green level 4 or lower Digimon card with hybrid in its form from your hand without paying its memory cost. So even if your opponent is able to delete Ancient Troymon, it can bring another Digimon into play, either a Arbormon or a Petaldramon since they're currently the only two green level 4s with hybrid in their form. Now, if you're playing a deck based around Ancient Troymon, you may want to include Petaldramon as a 1 or a 2 of, so you have more options for your on-deletion effect. Playing a 7000 DP Digimon with piercing for free is not bad at all. The Ancient Troymon deck is going to be a very defensive deck, trying to slow your opponent down by suspending their Digimon with Ancient Troymon, and then maybe removing them outright with Nidhogmon, but be warned that people tend to get very frustrated with this kind of controlling playstyle, and it can be annoying to play against, so I would bring another deck to swap into when you play this at casual games night. There's no new green tamers and just two new green option cards, the first of which is Tropical Venom. Tropical Venom costs zero to play and it says main, one of your opponent's Digimon, gains on deletion, lose two memory until the end of their next turn. Now this feels kind of like a green version of Hammerspark in some ways. While blue is the best at adding memory so it just gets memory, Blinding Ray gives you memory in exchange for trashing a security, which yellow likes to do. Red lets you borrow memory with Gravity Crush but you kind of have to give it back so it's a bit impulsive. And purple gives you memory for having cards in your trash with Jack Raid, Green's version here in Tropical Venom can actually act as a way to gain memory, but in a very green way. Your opponent losing memory causes you to gain that memory, so if you play Tropical Venom on your turn and then delete the targeted Digimon on that same turn, you'll functionally gain two memory when your opponent loses the two. This is very dependent, of course, on your opponent having a Digimon that you can then delete when you want, so this is very situational. Additionally, Tropical Venom has no security effect, so it does nothing if it is revealed from your security. Unless you're in a deck that's built entirely around attacking and deleting your opponent's Digimon for value, I can't see a spot for Tropical Venom as interesting as it is. Now my final green card of the set is Blasted Disaster. Blasted Disaster costs 6 to play and has suspend all of your opponent's Digimon. Then gain 1 memory for each of your opponent's suspended Digimon. Now we've seen green effects that can suspend varying numbers of Digimon, but Blasted Disaster doesn't mess around. It suspends everything and it's also cheaper the more Digimon your opponent has in play thanks to the memory gain part of the effect. This feels like a card that will do well against Rookie Rush and go wide strategies looking to flood the board, letting you suspend all of their Digimon for a counter-attack or maybe a follow-up Nidhogmon to clean the board. This will also help you get through those board states where your opponent has a board full of blockers that can be really frustrating. The security effect on Blasted Disaster reads, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Now we've seen from the prevalence of Needle Spray that even this can be very good defensively, stopping what would otherwise be a winning attack from your opponent. So overall, I think Blasted Disaster is a fine card and it will see a reasonable amount of play. Moving on now to Black, and Black gets a few new tricks in BT6. Black has a number of new Digimon with security effects, and it seems to be positioned now as the security effect color. Black also gets a new keyword, decoy, which lets you protect your Digimon from deletion by your opponent's effects by deleting the Digimon with decoy instead. And if you want to hear my full investigation of that keyword, please make sure to check out episode 47, which is our 
first episode of this set review. Black also gets a small number of Digimon with on-deletion effects. So it seems to be the kind of runner-up deletion color with purple. So Black's new level 2 is Pargumon. Pargumon's inheritable effect reads on deletion. Reveal the top card of your deck. Add it to your hand if it's a Black Digimon card. Otherwise, place it at the bottom of your deck. So this is a nice new effect that synergizes really well with Black's new decoy mechanic. By having Pargumon beneath a Digimon with decoy, you protect one of your other key Digimon and you also gain some extra value from the deletion, potentially drawing a card with Pargumon. Pargumon will also work really well in D-Brigade decks, which tend to attack quickly with Commandramon and cause them to be deleted often. Since you'll be de- causing your Commandramon to be deleted in any case, Pargumon gives you a little extra value for doing something you're already going to be doing, which is always a positive. The first black level 3 that we'll be talking about today is Junkmon. Now, Junkmon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, it has 2000 DP, and it has an inheritable that reads, on deletion, gain 1 memory. Now, this is another effect that works really well with Decoy, gaining you memory when your Digimon is deleted. This also gives you value when attacking if your attacker happens to be deleted by a security check. Junkmon seems too specific to slot into just any black deck, but if you expect to lose your level 4s repeatedly, it could be a good inclusion. Next we have Chikurimon, another new black level 3. Chikurimon is a really interesting new Digimon. It costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, it has 1000 DP and it has no inheritable effect but it does have a main effect that shows us kind of a new direction that Bandai might be taking with Digimon cards in the future. Chikurimon has security at the end of the battle, trigger D Digivolve on 1 on one of your opponent's Digimon. Now this is the first security effect on a Digimon that we've seen that doesn't actually put it into play. Chikurimon acts more like an option card out of security, triggering an effect that puts any one of your opponent's Digimon down a level. Chikurimon seems like a good choice for those filler level 3 slots when you've included all the level 3s that you want that synergize with your main strategy but you still need a few more to hit like the number that you want. The issue with options is that although having an effect out of security is very good you can't include too many option cards because ultimately you will need digimon bodies to win the game by attacking so chikurimon is almost the best of both worlds acting as a digimon in your hand and as a small but useful option like effect out of security with any luck bandai will give us more cards like this in the future because i think this is an interesting direction moving on to level four now and first we have makmon or makmon Macmon costs 4 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5000 DP, and has Decoy Black. Macmon is a great defensive card, it's cheap to play, and the play pattern I see for Macmon is to Digivolve into your win condition level 6, then end your turn by hard playing a Macmon from hand as a protection to keep your win condition safe for a turn from your opponent's removal effects. Another option could be Digivolving a level 3 into a Macmon on the turn that you bring your win condition out of the raising area. Omnimon Zwart can play a Macmon from your trash for free, letting you get more than one use out of it and giving you some added protection, although remember that Macmon can't use its effect to protect Omnimon Zwart because Omnimon Zwart is a white Digimon. With decoy effects like Macmon, it's going to get very difficult to remove black Digimon in the future. The second level 4 that we have is Deputymon. Now Deputymon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP and has 2 effects. Its first effect reads, on play, reveal the top 4 cards of your deck. Add 1 Digimon card with 3 Musketeers in its type and or 1 option card with a memory cost of 7 among them to your hand. Trash the remaining cards. This is a solid search effect, letting you grab one of your level 6 Digimon in a 3 Musketeers deck, as well as a 7 cost option card which your 3 Musketeers Digimon synergize with since all of their effects benefit from 7 cost options specifically. It's a bit expensive to pay 5 for this effect, usually we see search effects like this on level 3s for 3 or 4 memory, not 5, but Deputymon has another effect that softens the blow of having to hard play it to get that search effect, because Deputymon's second effect reads, your turn. This Digimon can Digivolve into a Digimon card with three Musketeers in its type from your hand for a memory cost of six, ignoring its Digivolution requirements. So this effect makes Deputymon a cornerstone of the three Musketeers strategy because the three Musketeers are three level six Digimon of three different colors. So having one Digimon in Deputymon that can Digivolve into any of them 
lets you get around the inherent consistency issues that trying to play three different colours is going to cause you. If you want to play three Musketeers, you will need four copies of Deputy Mon. Flat and simple. It is a very narrow card because it does almost nothing outside of that one strategy, but within that strategy, Deputy Mon is very good. Moving on to level 5 now, first we have Giga Dramon. Giga Dramon costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve from, either a black or a red level 4, has 7000 DP and has 2 effects. First, it has your turn, this Digimon is also treated as red. Now I'm a huge fan of multicolor cards, I think that they really open up deck building options and I'm looking forward to seeing what the community can come up with using Giga Dramon and its red sibling Mega Dramon to combine red and black in a single deck. Giga Dramon also has an inheritable effect that reads opponent's turn, this this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP. Now this is a very defensive effect, it's great for powering up blockers or just for keeping an important Digimon safe from a counter attack. It'll be interesting to have access to this effect in red which usually can only power up its DP on its own turn. Overall, although no single part of Giga Dramon is exactly groundbreaking, the fact that it goes in both red and black decks in my opinion makes it a fun new card. Next we have Volcanomon. Volcanomon costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that reads your turn while your opponent has an unsuspended Digimon in play, this Digimon gains security attack plus 1. Now this is an effect that can really punish your opponent for playing defensively and can force them into a position where they either need to attack aggressively, either sending their Digimon into your blockers or otherwise running the risk of checking more security than they're prepared for, or they can stay defensive but be punished for it by a powerful multi-security checking counter-attack. Causing a Digimon to be purposefully suspended is a difficult task since it means attacking. This means, in a lot of cases, Volcanomon will act like a black version of Voltramon in red and be a level 5 that can very consistently give your top end level 6 security attack plus 1. This is a great new add to black and I think it's going to find a home in a lot of decks. Our last black level 5 is Mamemon. Mamemon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 6000 DP, and it has two effects. First, it has Decoy Black. Now, we know by now that this is a strong defensive effect, although having it on a level 5 means that you'll have to devote some resources to getting Mamemon out at the same time as another Digimon you'll want to protect. Mamemon's second ability works very well with its decoy effect. Its second ability reads on deletion, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 7 or less. Not only can Mamemon protect a key Digimon on your field, but if your opponent does choose to cause it to be deleted, it will take one of their opponent one of their Digimon with it, up to potentially a level 5. The only downside is that this requires you have Mamemon as well as something you want to protect, which as I've mentioned means having a level 5 and probably a level 6 on the field at the same time, which can be a big ask in some decks and take a lot of resources. Overall, I like Mamemon as a defensive card, but you'll have to make a deck building choice. Am I likely to stick both Mamemon and a card that I want to protect? Moving on to the level 6s now, and first we have, and well we have a whopping 4 new black level 6s to discuss, and first we have Gundramon. Gundramon costs 11 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and it is a member of the 3 Musketeers type. So Gundramon has Blocker, and when Digivolving, reveal the top 5 cards of your deck. You may use one option card with a cost of 7 among them, without paying its memory cost. Trash the remaining cards. If you don't use an option card with this effect, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 4 or less. This is a great effect because even if you don't hit a 7 cost option card, you'll still get some value with Gundramon deleting a 4 cost or less Digimon, which will hit most level 3s and even some level 4s. It's also worth noting that even if you do hit a 7 cost option card, because Gundramon's effect is a May ability, you can still choose not to use it and delete a Digimon instead. Obviously, if you're going to play a 3 Musketeers deck, you will want to include Gundramon. Gundramon partners really well with Izzy Azumi BT4096, which is a black memory tamer with on play. Reveal the top three cards of your deck. If all the cards are black, gain one memory. Place the cards on top of your deck in any order. Now you can use Izzy to make sure that there's a seven cost option card on top of your deck before digivolving into Gundramon and using that option card for free. Overall, it's a fun design, it's just a shame that the English version of the card art emits that cool bullet hole that the Japanese version has. 
Next up, we have Pile Volcamon. Pile Volcamon costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve. It has 11,000 DP, it has Reboot, and it has Opponent's Turn once per turn. When one of your other Digimon is deleted, trigger D Digivolve 1 on one of your opponent's Digimon. Now, this is an interesting effect, punishing your opponent for deleting your Digimon. Because the effect only triggers on your opponent's turn, it's hard for you to trigger on purpose, but you could pair Pile Volcamon with maybe Decoy effects to both protect your Pile Volcamon and then still allow that D Digivolve effect to trigger. Pile Volcomon's effect is purely defensive, so I don't think it headlines a deck by itself necessarily, but it could make an interesting support level 6 if you build your deck and keep it in mind. Next up we have Gankumon. Gankumon costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 12,000 DP, and has two effects. First it has when Digivolving, delete all your opponent's Digimon with the lowest play cost. Timing is everything on an effect like this. You will know what your opponent's lowest play cost Digimon is, so you can hold up a level 5 in your breeding area and wait for the right moment to bring it out. Digivolve to Gankumon so you can hit the right target with this deletion effect. I would think of it kind of as similar to a black Nidhogmon in that regard. Don't forget that if multiple of your opponent's Digimon have the same play cost, and that is the lowest play cost of their Digimon, then Gankumon will delete all of those Digimon. Gankumon also has, while your opponent has an unsuspended Digimon, this Digimon gains security attack plus one, and as we mentioned when we spoke about Volcanomon, this effect should be active fairly consistently, so we can usually count on Gankumon being a 12,000 DP security attack plus one attacker, even after its when Digivolving effect is finished. All this makes Gankumon a great overall choice as a level six in a black deck. Additionally, since Gankumon has the Royal Knight and Holy Warrior types, it has a number of synergies if you want to build a deck that might be less consistent. Gladimon, a yellow level 4 from Battle of Omni, has an on-play effect that lets you look at your security stack and add a Holy Warrior type Digimon from your security to your hand, which would allow you to fetch Gankumon out of your security, since that effect isn't limited by colour. The red option card Judgment of the Blade from this set lets one of your Digimon with the Royal Knight type attack unsuspended Digimon for the turn, and since Gankumon is a Royal Knight, this effect will be able to target it as well. So overall, Gankumon is a solid new black level 6 with good all-around effects and a really useful type. Our final black level 6 is a very cool secret rare, Alphamon. Alphamon costs 13 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 power, and has 3 total effects. First, Alphamon has a security effect that reads, at the end of the battle, add this card to your hand. Then, if a Digimon with Royal Knight or X antibody in its type is in play, up to 12 of your opponent's Digimon can't attack players for the turn. Now, we only have two Digimon currently with the X antibody type, which is Alphamon and Omnimon X antibody, but we have a much larger number of Royal Knight Digimon, including Alphamon itself, so this is not an unreasonable condition to meet. This will almost always stop your opponent's attack completely, making it a great defensive effect if it does come up. But I like that Alphamon is added to your hand from security. It can be a real shame seeing your key Digimon get wasted by being in security, so getting to add it to your hand rather than just losing it into your trash is very nice. Alphamon also has... When attacking, you may pay up to 5 memory. If you do, this Digimon gets plus 1000 DP for the turn for each memory paid. So you can pay up to 5 memory to boost Alphamon up to a potential 16,000 DP, which is enough to beat even Omnimon in battle. This is a significant memory investment, but if we think of it as spending 5 memory to delete an opponent's Omnimon, or to ensure that Alphamon won't be deleted by a security battle, we can start to see the benefit. Alphamon's final effect reads, end of attack, gain two memory. So end of attack is not a timing we see often. It's actually only been on one other card released in English so far. Hercules Carpeterimon BT1081. But what it means is that this effect triggers after all other effects of the attack have happened, including the battle if you're attacking a Digimon or the security check if you're attacking security. So this is a very flexible effect. If you choose to pay memory when attacking with Alphamon, this effect means that you can pay up to two memory and expect to get it right back, especially making it free to give Alphamon a plus 2000 DP boost when it attacks. Or, you can choose not to pay any memory into Alphamon at all. You still get the end of attack effect, putting you up by two memory. Alpha One is a really interesting design with a lot of cool potential interactions you can use. I am a big fan of this card. Next we have Black's new Tamer card, Izzy Azumi and Joe Keto, or Izzy and Joe. Izzy and Joe costs four to play and has start of your turn if your opponent has two or more Digimon in play, gain two memory, and opponent's turn when one of your Digimon, Black Digimon is deleted, you may suspend this Tamer to trigger draw one. 
the memory gaining effect that triggers at the start of your turn is fantastic. There are so few decks that want to just play one Digimon, so that effect is going to trigger very often, and it will be very difficult for your opponent to play around. It's a huge boon for Black to get access to such a powerful extra memory effect. The second effect on Izzy and Joe is also fairly strong. Acting is a kind of catch-up mechanic, so when one of your black Digimon is deleted on your opponent's turn, you get to draw an extra card. This partners very well with Black's new decoy mechanic. You get to protect one of your powerful Digimon by deleting one of your decoy Digimon, and Izzy and Joe lets you draw a card as well. While this second effect is fine and you'll be happy to have it, the memory gaining effect is probably, to me, the best part of this card. Next, we have Parabolic Junk, a new black option card. Parabolic Junk costs zero memory to play, and it says one of your Digimon gains on deletion gain two memory until the end of your opponent's next turn. This can be a memory gain effect for your own turn. If you play it and target a lower Digimon, you are reasonably sure it will, that it will be deleted when you use it to swing into your opponent's security, or it could be defensive, acting as a deterrent to stop your opponent from deleting one of your Digimon, or at least punishing them for doing so. This card is fun, and it can lead to some interesting mind gains, but it doesn't feel consistent enough to be really fantastic. Maybe if the security effect of it also gains you memory, rather than just adding the card to your hand. Next, we have Gavaltschformer. Gavaltschformer costs 7 to play and has two effects. First, it has, if you have a Digimon with three Musketeers in its type in play, you may use this option card without meeting its color requirements. So if the cost wasn't already a hint, because three Musketeer cards care about seven cost option cards, then this is a clear sign that Gavaltschformer was designed to be used with three Musketeer cards. Next, Gavaltschformer has Main, delete all Digimon with play costs of 7 or less. Now this is a very powerful effect against rush strategies that want to play multiple low level Digimon. It's also good for getting rid of blockers, most of which fall below the 7 or less cost threshold. Just be careful, because Gavaltschformer deletes all Digimon with a play cost of 7 or less, including your own, so be careful not to try to depend on Gavaltschformer as a defense against Rookie Rush, because its security effect adds it to your hand rather than activating it, so you can only use it proactively. The last new black card we have to talk about is Iron Fisted Onslaught. Now, Iron Fisted Onslaught costs 8 to play and has Delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the highest play cost. Iron Fisted Onslaught's security effect activates its main effect. In a lot of instances, this is going to act somewhat like a black Gaia Force, deleting the most powerful Digimon on your opponent's board. If your opponent is expecting this card though, they can kind of play around it, attacking you with their highest cost Digimon first, so the Iron Fisted Onslaught can't act as extra protection by deleting a Digimon that hasn't attacked yet. Iron Fisted Onslaught does have an extra utility though, because it deletes all your opponent's Digimon with the highest play cost, so if multiple Digimon on your opponent's board have the same play cost, it will delete all of them. Timing will be very important for your Iron Fisted Onslaught, and you should be ready to change up how you utilize it based on the deck your opponent is playing. Purple in BT6 gets a brand new focus as a color, trashing cards from your own hand. Purple gains a number of cards here that either trash cards from your hand for some kind of bonus, or which give you some kind of effect whenever you trash cards from your hand. This effect also works really well with Purple's recursion effects that let you play cards from your own trash, because it lets you get the exact cards you want into your trash to reuse. Purple gets some really cool stuff in this set, so let's check it out, starting with Purple's new level 2, which is Pseudomon. Pseudomon's inheritable effect reads, your turn, once per turn, when you trash a card in your hand using one of your effects, trigger draw 1. This is a great effect if you plan to trash your own cards from your hand, because it lets you effectively replace the card that you trash. Additionally, many effects that trash cards from your hand also let you draw a card, so Pseudomon will actually let you get ahead buy a card, gaining card advantage while at the same time activating those hand trashing bonuses. If you're planning to play this new theme from purple, then Pseudomon is an excellent choice of level 2, and it may even be a good choice as a one-of, even if you only have a few effects that trash cards from your hand, because Pseudomon doesn't care where the hand trashing is coming from to trigger its effect. Purple's first new level 3 is Impmon. Now, Impmon costs 7 to play, has 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and has an on-play effect that reads, you may trash one card in your hand. If you do, return one Digimon card with 7 Great Demon Lords, or 3 Musketeers in its type, from your trash to your hand. This is a surprisingly versatile card. Obviously, Impmon will work well in a 3 Musketeers deck, letting you reuse your Musketeers cards over and over again, or effectively letting you draw a 3 Musketeers Digimon as long as it's the top card of your deck. 
The second potential target is less clear but equally strong. A quick search on DigimonCard.dev tells us that Beelzemon and Lilithmon are the two cards we currently have that the seven great have the seven great demon lords typing. So if you're looking to play Beelzemon or Lilithmon, then Impmon could also be a good choice. Next we have Goblimon. Goblimon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that reads your turn once per turn when you trash a card in your hand using one of your effects. This Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn. Goblimon give Goblimon gives your Digimon a sizable power boost for trashing a card from your hand, which if you've built your deck around it will be something you're trying to do often anyway. Power boosts are sometimes hard to come by in purple, and this is a fairly sizable one, so it'll be a good inclusion for any kind of hand trashing deck, especially if you can build a stack that also involves a when attacking effect that lets you trash a card from your hand, which will let you consistently trigger this power boost for basically free. On to the level 4s now, first we have King Kakumon. King Kakumon costs 4 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5000 DP, and has an inheritable that says when attacking you may trash one card in your hand to delete one of your opponent's level 3 Digimon. Incidental deletion like this is really strong, it helps you to keep your opponent's board clear, and more than that, in the hand trashing strategy, it's going to be very important to have repeatable free ways to trash cards from your own hand to trigger your effects, so King Kakumon is a great inclusion for that reason, giving you a free way every turn to set off your effects. Next we have Ginkakubon. Now Ginkakubon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5000 DP and has an inheritable effect that reads your turn once per turn when you trash a card in your hand using one of your effects, gain one memory. Gaining extra memory is always very powerful so Ginkakubon is a great inclusion in your hand trashing deck. Be aware though that Ginkakumon itself doesn't let you trash cards from your hand, so you'll need some other effect in order to trigger Ginkakumon's memory gaining effect. The hand trashing deck can involve a lot of different parts being assembled, so be cautious that you're striking a good balance between effects that trash cards from your hand and effects that power up from hand trashing. Next we have Ginkakumon Promote. Now Ginkakumon Promote costs 6 to play, 2 to Digivolve from a purple level 3, 1 to Digivolve from a purple level 4, has 6000 DP and has Rush so it can attack on the turn that it comes into play rather than having to wait. Don't forget that if you play another level 3 or 4 and then Digivolve into Ginkakumon Promote it will still be able to attack that turn. Ginkakumon Promote also has on play. You may place one Ginkakumon and or one Ginkakumon from your trash in this card's Digivolution cards in any order. If you place two cards with this effect, trigger draw one and gain one memory. This requires a reasonable amount of setup, but this is a good payoff for trashing cards from your hand. Using your hand trashing effects to quickly get Ginkakumon and Kakumon into your trash, ready to be placed under Ginkakumon Promote when it's played. And even if you aren't able to both place Ginkakumon and Ginkakumon to get that extra memory and card draw, it, it could still be worthwhile because Ginkakumon and Ginkakumon have inheritable effects that are very useful, so Ginkakumon Promote gives you a great way to get access to those inheritable effects. Our final new purple level 4 is Ogamon. Ogamon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP, and has an on-play effect that reads, you may trash one card in your hand to delete one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. Now this is a great card to pair with Ginkakumon, whose memory gain inheritable will let you play Ogamon, trash a card, delete a level 4 or lower Digimon, and then gain a memory back, essentially letting you play a level 4 with a relevant on-play effect for just 4 memory. Ogamon is great for limited formats like sealed or draft because removal is very powerful in those formats and Ogamon is quick and easy removal that doesn't require much setup or memory. It's not quite a new staple but it is a good kind of all around card even if you don't care about trashing cards from your hand the removal can just be nice by itself. Pair this with Mastermon for example and you can digivolve into Mastermon, bring Ogamon back from your trash and delete an opponent's Digimon. Onto the level 5s now, and first we have Rebellimon. Rebellimon is a purple level 5, it costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve from a purple level 4, 3 to Digivolve from a black level 4, it has 7000 DP, and it has 2 effects. Rebellimon's first effect reads, when Digivolving, you may trash one card in your hand to have this Digimon gain Blocker and Retaliation until the end of your opponent's next turn. Now not only does Rebellimon activate your hand trashing effects, 
It's also a relevant card on the board that first turn after Digivolving it. Blocker and Retaliation is a great combo. Once your opponent has a sufficiently large Digimon, they aren't very bothered by blockers anymore. They'll often just attack through. But Rebellimon having Blocker and Retaliation means that no matter how big your opponent's Digimon is, it will still be deleted when blocked by Rebellimon, which can dissuade them completely from attacking. So you buy yourself a turn and you get to keep your Rebellimon to Digivolve into your own level 6. Rebellimon's second effect reads, all turns, this Digimon is also treated as black. Now this is unusual because most effects of this kind only treat the Digimon as the secondary colour on your turn. This means that on all turns, you can protect your Rebellimon with your decoy effects, which is probably the reason that they made Rebellimon black on all turns rather than just your turn. Rebellimon opens us up to black and purple multicolour decks, which is awesome. I'm always happy to see more deck building avenues get opened up. Next, for purples level 5s, we have Skull Greymon. Skull Greymon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and has 2 main effects and an inheritable effect. Skull Greymon's first effect reads, when you trash this card in your hand using one of your effects, you may place it under one of your purple Digimon cards at the bottom of its Digivolution card. So this is an interesting effect that activates outside of the security stack or battle area. Skull Greymon is a great choice to discard with your hand using hand trashing effects because it still gives you value when you do so, in this case giving one of your purple Digimon retaliation permanently since Skull Greymon's inheritable effect is the retaliation keyword. This can be a great sneaky way to remove an opposing threat if you have a free way to trash cards from your hand, placing Skullgreymon beneath a weak Digimon and attacking it into your opponent's strong Digimon to delete it with retaliation. Skullgreymon also has when attacking you may trash one card in your hand to have this Digimon get plus 3000 DP for the turn. So if you can't trash Skullgreymon from your hand and you need to play it or Digivolve into it, then it lets you trash more cards from your hand and becomes a fairly strong attacker for level 5, with 10,000 DP at level 5 being very strong. If you can Digivolve this over Goblimon, you can trash a card on attacking and give Skullgreymon a total of 5,000 DP for the turn, giving you a 12,000 DP attacker at level 5. This is an excellent card, naturally, for your hand trashing decks. On to level 6 now, and we have four purple level 6s to talk about. First we have Mermercusmon. Mermercusmon costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 10,000 DP, and has Retaliation and On Deletion. If you have 10 or more cards in your trash, you may play one Ornismon from your trash without paying its memory cost. We'll talk about Ornismon in a second, but all we need to know for now is that Ornismon is a purple level 6 with an on-play effect and 12,000 DP, a fairly powerful Digimon to get to play for free. It does require some setup, you need to not only get 10 or more cards into your trash, you also need to get an Ornismon into your trash, get Mamercusmon into play, and then have your Mamercusmon be deleted. You'll feel very cool if you pull it off, but is it really feasible? This might be possible to do consistently in a deck with an abundance of effects that trash cards from your hand and the top of your deck, otherwise it definitely feels like a more casual line of play, something to do to see if you can do it rather than because it's strong. Next, of course, we have Ornismon. Now, Ornismon costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 12,000 DP, and has Security Attack plus 1, and on play, delete one of your opponent's level 5 or lower Digimon. Of course, this seems to pair mostly with Mermercusmon. It's possible that Ornismon and Mermercusmon could belong in some kind of purple Megazoo deck that just wants to play big Digimon as much as possible. Maybe. Ornismon is a great pull in Sealed or Draft, though where it is a big attacker at your top end that doesn't mind if you're forced to hard play it, but it feels a bit too difficult to pull off for your average constructed deck. Next up we have Tidamon. Tidamon costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 12,000 DP, and has two effects. First it has when Digivolving, trash one card in your hand. Then you may play one purple level 4 or lower Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. This is a really nice effect, with Tidamon bringing out another body when you Digivolve into it. You could bring out a blocker or something with an on-play effect, but personally my favourite use for this is to Digivolve into Tidamon when you have 4 memory, which is enough to keep control of the turn, and then use its effect to bring out a Ginkakumon Promote, which has Rush, so you get 2 attackers for the price of just 1. Tidamon's second effect reads, your turn once per turn when you trash a card in your hand with your own effect, this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP and security attack plus 1. Now Tidamon is a great level 6 for the hand trashing deck, getting a big DP boost and an extra security attack whenever you trash a card from your hand. 
Digivolve Titamon over something like Kinkakumon or the Gabumon from the Purple Starter Deck to give it the ability to trash a card from your hand by itself when attacking, so it can be 14,000 and checks two security every time it attacks. This is one of the decks that I've already built for BT6 and it is a lot of fun. Titamon is very powerful if you can get yourself set up with a way to repeatedly trash cards from your hand. Our final purple Digimon is BL Starmon. Now BL Starmon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and is a 3 Musketeers type, so it goes in your 3 Musketeers deck. BL Starmon has two effects. First, it has when playing this card from your hand, reduce its play cost by 1 for each 3 Musketeers Digimon card and option card with a memory cost of 7 in your trash. So if you're able to get your trash set up with plenty of 3 Musketeers or 7 cost options, BL Starmon can be very cheap. What is great about this effect is that it actually reduces the cost. Rather than gaining you the memory back, so you can play BL Starmon even if you have less than two available memory, as long as you have it set up to have a reduced cost. BL Starmon's second effect reads, On play, return one option card with a play cost of 7 from your trash to your hand. Then use one option card with a memory cost of 7 in your hand without paying its memory cost. So not only can BL Starmon be fairly cheap to play for a level 6, it also lets you play a 7 cost option card. 7 cost option cards include things like Trump Sword, Gavulchformer, and Happy Bullet Showering, so you'll be likely to able able to remove at least one Digimon. Nailbone is also a good 7 cost option in purple, bringing two Digimon out from your trash. BL Starmon can be very versatile so long as you have the right option cards in your hand or trash. Naturally, BL Starmon belongs in your 3 Musketeers deck to be a large attacker that also gets you some value on play and which can be very cheap. Moving on, Purple's new tamer card is Sora Takanoichi and Mimi Tachikawa, or Sora and Mimi. Sora and Mimi costs 4 to play and has 2 effects. First it has start of your turn, if your opponent doesn't have a level 4 or lower Digimon in play, gain 2 memory. So if your opponent doesn't keep a level 3 or 4 Digimon on the field, then you'll go to at least 3 memory at the start of your turn. This is especially good in purple decks which have many ways to remove low level Digimon, so your opponent should find themselves either having to repeatedly play level 3s and 4s straight from their hand, or just allowing you to have the extra memory. Sora and Mimi's second effect reads, your turn, when one of your purple Digimon attacks, you may suspend this tamer to trigger draw one, then trash one card in your hand. So Sora and Mimi is excellent in Titamon, getting you extra memory, and giving you a way to repeatedly trash your own cards from your hand to trigger your effects. Not only that, it lets you dig through your deck, which should not be underrated. Overall, this is a solid purple tamer. Moving on to purple's new option cards, first we have... Glaive Memory Boost. First up, it really feels like this should be called Grave Memory Boost, given that it involves bringing back a Digimon from your trash, or Grave, and it even shows a graveyard in the card art, but unfortunately, Glaive Memory Boost, it officially is. Glaive Memory Boost costs 3 to play and has main, return 1 purple Digimon from your trash to your hand, then place this card in your battle area. Then it has Delay, gain 2 memory. So this is another new Delay card. We know that these can be very good, giving you a relevant effect, and then sitting around later to gain you extra memory when you really need it. Glaive Memory Boost lets you reuse the cards you trash from your hand, get your win condition level 6s back to your hand, or just give you the extra ability to grab the card you need. Not much to say, sometimes a card is just good and functional, and Glaive Memory Boost is that kind of card. Next, we have Underworld's Call. Now, Underworld's Call costs 4 to play, and has when you trash this card in your hand using one of your effects, trigger, draw 1. Now, this is an awesome effect. If you don't have a Digimon or another card you want to trash from your hand to reuse later, then you can just trash Underworld's Call and get an extra draw. Underworld's Call's second effect reads, Main, you may play one purple level 4 or lower Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. So if you can get cards into your trash with enough consistency, then Underworld's Call sort of acts like another copy of any level 4 or level 3 that you want. Getting the card back to the field instead of to your hand is fantastic. I really like this card, especially in a Titamon deck where you want to trash cards from your hand. Finally, we have Fly Bullet. Fly Bullet costs 7 to play and reads, If you have a Digimon with 3 Musketeers in its type in play, you may use this option card without meeting its colour requirements. So clearly Fly Bullet wants to be used in a 3 Musketeers deck since it has this text and costs 7. Fly Bullet also says, 
Main. Delete one of your opponent's level 6 or lower Digimon. This is a fairly good deletion effect. It targets most relevant Digimon, although it doesn't hit things like Omnimon or the Bond of Digimon. Fly Bullet is especially good if you can play it for free using one of your three Musketeers. If you're building that deck, you'll also want to include Fly Bullet, but don't sleep on it in other decks if you're looking for removal options. Finally, we come to White. We have a lot of new cards in white in this set, and they mostly revolve around just one archetype, the Eosmon archetype. We'll talk a bit about what the Eosmon archetype is in a second, but first we have a different white level 3 and white level 4 Digimon to talk about, the Systemon. First we have Systemon Blanc. Systemon Blanc is a level 3 Digimon, it costs 3 to play, has no Digivolution cost, has 3000 DP and has 2 effects. Its second effect is on play draw 1. This is a good all-round effect that lets you play Systemon and then re replace it in your hand with a new card. We saw in the last episode that Jessmon and its line lets you play Systemon cards from your hand or trash for free, so it's cool that not only do you get a body on board, but in the case of Systemon Blanc, you get to draw a card as well. Systemon's other effect reads all turns, while you have a Digimon with Huckmon in its name or Royal Knight in its type in play, all of your Digimon with Systemon in their names gain Blocker. So as long as you have a Huckmon or a Royal Knight in play, Systemon Blanc and any other Systemon in play will always be blockers. Obviously this works very well in Jessmon decks, which will have a lot of Huckmon, as well as Jessmon itself, which is a Royal Knight, but consider playing Systemon in your black decks as well. Black has Alphamon, Gankumon, and Craniumon, which are all Royal Knights, and in the case of Craniumon, having it out at the same time as Systemon Blanc means that Craniumon's effect, which protects your Digimon with Blocker, will work on your Systemon as well. Think outside the box. Next, we have a new white level 4, System on Seal. System on Seal costs 4 to play, has no Digivolution cost, has 5000 DP, and has 2 effects. Its first effect reads all turns. All of your Digimon with Huckmon in their names or Royal Knight in their types get plus 2000 DP. System on Seal also has on play gain 1 memory. So like System on Blanc, you'll gain an advantage when you play System on Seal, either from your hand or through one of your Jessmon effects. In this case, 1 memory. So in the worst case that you have to hard play System on Seal from your hand, it will functionally cost just 3 memory. It'll also power up your Huckmon and your Royal Knights. Now the big question from a deck building perspective will be how many Systemon to play since they have good effects but they don't digivolve into or from any of your other Digimon so they do take up valuable space. Next we have the first card in the Eosmon line. Like Argomon, all the Eosmon Digimon are simply named Eosmon so we'll be referring to them by their level to ease confusion. First we have Eosmon level 4. Eosmon level 4 costs 4 to play, 2 to Digivolve from a green Digimon, has 4000 DP and has both a main and an inheritable effect. Eosmon's level 4 main effect reads, On play, you may play one white tamer card with a play cost of 4 or less from your hand without paying its memory cost. Then your opponent may play one tamer card from their hand without paying its memory cost. As we will see, the Eosmon deck needs a lot of white tamer cards to function, so Eosmon's level 4's ability to play, let you play one for free feels like a great effect. You do have to give your opponent the opportunity to play a tamer card of their own, but in practice playing my version of this deck, I've found that either your opponent just won't have a tamer in hand to play, or the tamer won't matter as much to them as it will to you. Still something to keep in mind when playing Eosmon level 4. Eosmon level 4's inheritable effect reads, when attacking, you may play one white tamer card with a play cost of 4 or less from your hand without paying its memory cost. Again, since you need white tamer cards in play to use your Eosmon effects, this is a great when attacking effect, although I have found that you won't often digivolve on top of your Eosmon, so you won't often get access to this effect. This is a card that you'll want to include in your Eosmon deck, but of course it is very limited to specifically that archetype, and it doesn't really seem to have any use outside of it. Next we have Eosmon level 5, one of the weirdest cards we've seen yet in the Digimon card game. Eosmon level 5 costs 5 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a green or a white level 4, it has 6000 DP, and it has 2 main effects and a security effect. Eosmon level 5's first main effect reads, you can include up to 50 copies of cards with this card's number in your deck. Yes, you heard that right. There is no limit to the number of Eosmon level 5 
that you can include in your deck. If you want, you can play a deck that only consists of Eosmon level 5 and it will be legal to play. Now this is a totally unique effect and it raises some interesting deck building questions. It was bad enough trying to decide whether to play 1, 2, 3 or 4 copies of something. How many copies of Eosmon level 5 do you play? 8? More? Eosmon's level 5 Second main effect reads, when attacking, you may play one level five or lower Eosmon from your hand without paying its memory cost. A good choice will be to use this to play more level five Eosmon, then attack with them the next turn to play even more and even more and flood the board. You could also chain effects together by using Eosmon level five to play Eosmon level four for free, then Eosmon level four's on play effect lets you play a tamer for free. Eosmon seems to want to multiply and play lots of Eosmon, so this effect just makes sense. Finally, Eosmon's Inheritable reads your turn. This Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. This seems like a very underwhelming effect for a level 5, but we'll find out shortly that this effect is actually a lot better than it seems. Again, Eosmon level 5 belongs in an Eosmon deck, but it just doesn't seem to want to belong outside it. Now the final white Digimon that we have to talk about today is Eosmon level 6. Eosmon level 6 costs 13 to play, 5 to digivolve from either a green or a white level 5, so it can digivolve from your level 5 Eosmon, has 13,000 DP and has two effects. First, it has when digivolving. For each tamer you or your opponent have in play, you may place one level 5 or lower Eosmon from your trash at the top of this Digimon's Digivolution cards in any order. If two or more cards were placed by this effect, delete one of your opponent's Digimon. So the more tamers you have in play, the more Eosmon you can place beneath Eosmon level 6. And if you place at least two, then Eosmon can delete any opposing Digimon. This is very strong, as long as you can get Eosmon into your trash. This seems to me to indicate that Eosmon will be a very aggressive deck and you'll want to attack often with your lower level Eosmon to get them into your trash to be reused later by Eosmon level 6. Eosmon level 6's second effect reads your turn. For every three Digivolution cards this Digimon has, it gains security attack plus one and it'll be tempting to try to max out the number of Eosmon that you place with this Digivolution effect to try to get to security attack plus two or plus three, but honestly even at plus one Eosmon level 6 is fantastic. It has 13,000 DP by itself and don't forget each Eosmon level 5 below it will give it an extra 1,000 DP so it's very easy to cause Eosmon level 6 to be 16,000 or higher, at which point it survives a security battle against any Digimon. Partner Eosmon level 6 with cards that can quickly let you get Eosmons into your trash like Labramon and play aggressively. Like all the Eosmon, Eosmon level 6 feels very parasitic in that it does almost nothing in a deck other than an Eosmon deck that's dedicated to that strategy. But in that strategy it's obviously very powerful and it's really cool and just an interesting way to build a deck. Like every other colour, white gets a new tamer in this set, Manoa Bellucci. Manoa Bellucci costs 4 to play and has a number of effects. First, Manoa has start of your turn. If you have 2 memory or less, set your memory to 3. So this is white's first memory tamer. Next, Manoa has your turn. When you play an Eosmon, you may suspend this card to reveal 3 cards from the top of your deck. Add 1 Tamer card or 1 Digimon card with Eosmon in its name among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. So this is card draw, letting you add an Eosmon to your hand for each Eosmon you play. 3 cards does not seem like a lot, but in the Eosmon deck you'll be playing a large number of Eosmon and a large number of Tamers, so it will hit quite often. Finally, Manoa has opponent's turn. While you have an Eosmon in play, your opponent's tamers don't unsuspend during their unsuspend phase. This is an effect that it is easy to miss because you'll mostly be focused on the memory gain and the card draw, but it can be relevant, especially in a deck that wants to use hybrids like Lobomon, Agunimon, or Arbomon for sneak attacks. Keeping your opponent's tamers suspended stops those Digimon from being able to attack. This is also useful when playing against Hexablaumon, Allforce Vidramon, or the rare Shine Greymon decks which want to suspend their tamers. Manoa and an Eosmon ensures your opponent can't reuse those effects over and over again. I don't think Manoa is generically good enough to go in just any deck, although it is noteworthy that she doesn't just draw you a white tamer but she draws any colour tamer, but more than any of the other Eosmon cards, Manoa feels like, feels to me like one to keep an eye on. Finally, we have Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge is an option card. It costs 6 to play and it says, You may play one level 5 or lower Eosmon card from your hand without paying its memory cost. Then, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with DP less than or equal to the Digimon played with this effect. 
This obviously works well in an Eosmon strategy, letting you not just play an Eosmon, but remove an opposing Digimon as well. The best that you'll be able to do with this is to delete a Digimon with 6000 DP, since that's the DP of the highest level Eosmon you can play with Cutting Edge, but that hits most level 4s. Getting a body and deleting a level 4 is not bad for 6 memory. And with that, we finally come to the end of the Double Diamond BT6 set review. This is a very exciting set with a lot of interesting new archetypes, a lot of interesting new cards. That Eosmon level 5 being able to be played 50 of them in one deck is really, really cool. We're getting effects that we just haven't seen anything like them before in the Digimon card game, and that's always a really exciting time. I know that personally I'm very interested in the Jessmon deck, the Garbumon Bond of Friendship deck, the Ancient Troymon deck, I want to build something controlly in green, Eosmon because it just seems weird and interesting, Tidamon for that cool discard hand trashing effect, and Dynasmon for some security manipulation. There are lots of interesting decks that you can build. It definitely seems like the format is maybe getting a lot faster, especially with the Bondovs and the Warp Digivolution and the Memory Boosts, which kind of give you even more memory to play with on your turn. So just be aware when building your decks that games are going to tend to go a little bit faster in Double Diamond because of those sort of um, effects. Alright, you've heard well enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, what are the decks that you are most excited about for the BT6 format? Are you interested in Jessmon like me, Garbumon Bond of Friendship, the Three Musketeers deck, or maybe something even further out there in that? Are you going to try to make Petermon Tinkermon tribal work? Tweet your answers at me or post them in the Memory Gauge Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG, email me at memorygagepodcast at gmail.com, join our Facebook group, the Memory Gauge Podcast, or join our Discord. Links to all that in the show notes, and I am always happy to hear from you listeners. Also, make sure that you get your happy 50th episode messages to me at all of those places before entries close November 12th. New episodes of this show come out each and every week, so be sure to follow the Memory Gauge podcast on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out.